So here we are for another episode, our official second episode for Thoughts on Leadership with Jens. Hi there. And myself, Joma. And today's topic is, um, is basically about visions, uh, the vision and how that is important to leaders uh, and really how it needs to be in place to drive your organization, whether it be for a company or for product development. Uh, you've got to have like that, that North Star, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, no, for uh, to have a, a guiding star, a North Star, or whatever you call it, is absolutely crucial in, in, in my view. Uh, the vision, uh, if we just get definitions in place, in my terminology, uh, at least, terminology, at least is that um, a vision is where you dream of being. As a, as a person, as a company, as an organization. Mm. And the mission is, uh, so what can we do now to uh, our raison d'etre? Mm. What can we do now to uh, actually get it started? And in between mission and vision is execution. Mm. And, and within execution, mm. that contains so many things. And that can be uh, organizational change. It can be... Uh, business strategy change, it could be product change, mm. it could be new territories or new mm. markets, uh, new mindsets around innovation. There are mm. so many things that can bring you from, uh, from um, uh, towards that vision that we're all dreaming about. Mm. You know, you have big companies like uh, Novo, uh, uh, who has their vision is to, uh, to, to Ish, in, you know, extinct uh, diabetes. Mm. You just to finish it off, mm. and it's the very, very foundation of Novo Nordisk mm. um, uh, existence. That's how mm. they built their enormous business and enormous yeah. commercial success. Yeah, albeit yeah. their yeah. business is that. Yeah, Grundfos, uh, another big Danish company again, but very international, who built uh, water pumps. They started building. Uh, electric or manual water pumps probably yeah. electric then they became digital or electronic then they became water pumping systems but now their vision is to provide water to the world mm. and that is a huge jump in order to, from from being a very product orientated uh, visionary mm. leader or organization to be a very purposeful and and as we all know at uh, these days luckily uh, purpose is the the thing mm. it is and the I, thing. I think that's for everyone in the company right it's about when you go turn up to work people need a purpose and the purpose has to be in line with a vision and that also needs to transcend down to their own vision being aligned as well right so so it, it is really important if, if you don't, if there isn't a singular purpose of where you're going when you're working on a product or a service uh, within the company, if, if you don't really have that vision or purpose and, and you can't measure it as well, and that's, that's a whole other story, then, uh, then you kind of flounder. Totally. You really flounder because uh, nobody knows if they're... If you don't know where you're going, how can you know if you're doing a good job? 
uh, you can't even measure uh, yeah. because if everyone is, is going and working 10 hours a day yeah. and uh, they don't know yeah. if they're actually mo- moving in the opposite direction of yeah. the, what is someone's yeah. idea, uh, but they haven't been communicated. So well, communication and transparency yeah. is just so yeah. important. Well, here's another thought. If, if you don't know where you're going, you're probably already there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, right, so, exactly. And uh, so, having a clear vision and a clear purpose uh, of what we're doing and why we're here mm. as an organization, mm. and then make sure that the organization is aligned. Mm. Yeah. That it, those are the first steps. Yeah. It sounds easy, yeah. it's really difficult, and yeah. it can take a long time to get a management group. But yeah. First of all, and that's what I normally say if I'm talking to management groups about mm. how to prepare for this, is that we have to now actually be very aligned in the management group mm. and agree what we want to do. Yeah. Because as soon as we get out there and people are starting asking what you've actually been deciding and, and, mm. and, and agreeing on, then yeah. we all have to be sure that yeah. we agreed on the same things because yeah, otherwise we're going to talk about different directions and then our organization is going to be confused and yeah. we will be a very weak management team yeah. Yeah. and it takes a strong leader to make sure that that is happening yeah i, I we see uh, i've seen the case many times over in throughout my career at every company whether it's ibm or ac nielsen or uh, or even some of the companies that we are consulting with at the moment at ih nordic um, and that's uh, particularly with marketing technology these days. Um, if you don't have the right uh, vision and direction from the top and acknowledging that you've got the right technology tools in place, um, it, it just goes into disarray because we've seen lots of cases where um, a department will take up a new marketing technology tool and it works great for them but it's not aligned with the rest of the company or the strategic direction, or it's not configured in that way. It might be the perfect tool for the job, but it's not configured in that direction. Then you get problems, then you get in inward fighting. And often it's you see that it's a lack of leadership. No one's pulling the company together to say, hey, we need these kind of tools within our marketing uh, technology stack. Let's have a look at it. And the problem today, as we're about to hit 2020 and we've had for the last five, 10 years is the leadership is so ill-equipped for the world that we live in today. This online uh, technology driven internet real time world that the leaders haven't had uh, training for the world we live in. There is no training that is up to date to where you need to be equipped to be dealing with today's challenges and opportunities. Uh, and the infrastructure that's constantly evolving. So yeah, I think we've seen that even today with, with the current mess of the, uh, the whole uh, ecosystem just being disrupted is it's hard to establish a vision because a lot of the time we don't know what's going to happen. You hear the story now of people throw away the five-year plan, throw away the three-year plan because... We don't know what's going to happen next month. You know, we don't know what Mark Zuckerberg is going to do when he changes his uh, algorithm on this, uh, on this, uh, on the pages that we're heavily reliant on. You know, there are so many small things that can just have a, a seismic shift. So I, I can understand that today some of the challenges with having a vision is 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 a vision future proofed? 
Is it the right vision for where we need to go? Or should a vision be scalable or agile enough to shift with the times and change? So, yeah. you know, I think these are challenging times, right? They are. They are. And it's, it's not easy. I, I tend to think that, that having a vision is a really long-term thing. But your strategy and your budgeting and so on, uh, I mean, Danske Bank, they went from, they scrapped their five-year budget plans. They, they even said, uh, don't know if we even need a one-year budget plan uh, because by the time we've finished off our budget, uh, the, 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 the terms or the things have happened that have changed the environment. It's called by some people, I don't know who, chaos strategy. So you have to adapt to, in order to uh, to move towards the vision, I think still mm. uh, this care strategy approach where you are prepared to change strategy and to change angles all the time, mm. like an ongoing process where mm. you every month there can mm. be a change. So uh, you have a plan until you have a new plan. And uh, yeah. so, uh, but the yeah. willingness and the mindset of an organization to um, to 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 adapt to such an in working environment mm. is huge. Yeah, because they've been used to in, in big industrial companies to work on one, three, five, ten year plans. Yeah, and and we can't do that today. I, I we have a, a Steen Rasmussen who's the co-founder at IH Nordic. I, I steal this slide whenever I'm giving a talk, and it's just a, a chessboard, and he said this is strategy today. You know, you can't go to a chess match and have your next 20 moved moves planned out like you could in the old days because you will lose within the first four to five moves, right? Yeah. So every step you take includes re-evaluation and, and being agile enough to move. So strategy is almost like give yourself enough options at each step to be agile enough to to move to the right when people move to the left or move to the left when you want to follow them. You know, So it's kind yeah. of like this whole... But I still think, and it, it's almost like a pendulum, like the vision is the thing that stays more, I suppose, more set in stone, right? Yes, I think so. And your strategy moves left and right. Yes. And then your um, your goals and your KPIs, because this is how I see the flow as well. You've got your, your vision, you've got your mission, you've got your strategy, you've got your goals, and then your KPIs, you know, from top to bottom. And all the things, you know, further down, they have to be able to swing quite wild as, as especially in the digital age, right? So, um, I mean, perfect example, and as we're recording this today is Black Friday. I mean, were we talking about Black Friday five, six years ago here in, in, uh, in Europe? You know, it was, yeah. it was unheard of. It's pre, um, it's a, a byproduct of this massive great recession that we've had where the retailers, it just gives them a bit of breathing space to know that hey, we're not so dependent on that month of December. We've got this little November kick that can yeah. just make us know that we, you know, the amount of companies that, that rely on one month of the year to make uh, make up for 80, 90% of their sales. It's, it's, it's interesting times, right? So you, you've got to have the right, you know, I suppose the right vision if you're going to be so dependent on such a narrow time frame as well, right? And as a leader, uh, you have to yourself, of course, be very much prepared for change. Yeah. Personally, but you also have to make sure that the uh, the people you surround yourself with 
in the in the in the management team but also all the people when you look at who you are you know the people you have recruited and they are probably going to work for you with you for two three four years uh, whatever uh, that they are prepared for change yeah are they willing to change yes and uh, so the willingness to change in my view has become the most important factor to evaluate when you sit as a leader and have a recruitment process ongoing mm. for people when you look at their cv of mm. course some degree of relevance but it's really the tip of mm. the iceberg mm. the, the 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 main thing is to look at the people's personality mm. of course you're always looking for some chemistry and mm. and uh, and uh, professionalism but the willingness to change mm. the ability to change mm. is the most important factor you, you need to focus on doesn't matter what their education is. Doesn't matter necessarily if they had high grades uh, mm. 10 years ago or mm. 20 years ago mm. or whenever. But look at them, talk to them mm. and feel, uh, do they buy into your vision and are they willing to change? Mm. And that goes for the, uh, for the people in the organization mm. already when you are starting to change because people don't like change. A lot of people no. don't like change. And why don't they like change? Because they, it's a fear of the unknown. Yeah. What's on the other side? Mm. Uh, I once learned many, many years ago from some psychologists that uh, I was on a course about stress management and mm. self-realization. And one of the mantras I, I learned from them that still stays with me today is that fear is a fantasy about something which has mm. not yet happened. Yes, I think I read the same quote somewhere as well recently. <laughs> It's yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's just a strong thing because yeah. the amount of anxiety and yeah. and thoughts we have about things that hasn't happened mm. yet, mm. it's just a waste. Yeah. I know it's easier said than done, yeah. Yeah. but um, if we can somehow remove that mm. uh, that fear factor and just yeah. take it uh, take it away mm. uh, and and make people just see change as a as a great thing, yeah. As, yeah. a, as, as an uh, opportunity. Yeah. Now, I, I would add everything that you said, totally agree and, and, uh, and relate to everything that you've just uh, brought up there. But I would put it in a packaging of what we're looking at as from a company in terms of bringing on new people is that the company really has to have a lot of that instilled into their culture. Um, so it's almost like a company needs to have uh, a vision within their culture and, a, um, and uh, a vision of their culture. So like their culture is we aspire to be this. Uh, and the vision of the culture is we have a vision that our culture embraces change, embraces failure, embraces, um, uh, uh, you know, technology, you know, yeah. or, or whatever it is. You can even embrace chaos. Yeah, yeah, chaos, absolutely. <laughs> Unpredictability. But, but but it has to be within the culture. Absolutely. And and this is one of the things that we're starting to find where, where I'm currently working at it at IH is that it's a, it's about the culture. We had this, I was talking to a colleague about how we have, uh, uh, we do these working Pomodoros of 25 minute sprints. So we have a red light on and our headphones on means that we can't be disturbed, but we are focused on one thing. We're not answering mails. Uh, and a fellow colleague said, you know, I tried to do that by myself in another office and it didn't work. We just didn't have that culture of doing it this way. Uh, it's also like a guideline or a set of rules that you don't disturb someone with a red light. But 
but unless you don't have the company-wide um, uh, direction or vision in terms of working in, in this way in, in level of efficiency, then, then it doesn't, it, it's very hard to do this alone. So, okay. so just, just having that, that singular vision and having everyone coming together and understanding that this is the way that we do things. Yes, and that, that actually leads to another really crucial area uh, for this discussion, I think, is the, the discussion of uh, trust yeah. in an organization. Yeah. Uh, even in our society, uh, uh, there's so much uh, mistrust in yeah. our world today, yeah. m- much more than before, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of, uh, we have a young generation uh, uh, on the environmental issues, for mm-hmm. example, who has totally lost their trust and belief in the older generation, mm-hmm. my generation. Yeah. In in order to uh, you know to accept uh, you know we haven't been doing the right thing. Mm. They don't trust us anymore that we are doing the right thing. Mm. They don't trust us that we are actually doing enough to change and uh, to recover some mm. of the huge mistakes that we've taken. Mm. So environment is a big thing, but in oh, well, you're in, often getting the blame right because uh, you're being a baby boomer. It's yeah. they're probably saying, well, you put yeah. this world in yes. this in yes. this state, so yes. why should we listen to you? Yeah. And what is your vision for the future, by the way? You know, exactly. Do you, do you actually have a vision of the future, you baby boomer? You and, yeah. And I'm, I'm, you... I'm Gen X in the middle, right? I'm yes. kind of like watching this, toing and froing, and that's a battle often, there, often and then and, and because. Do we? Do I and my generation walk the talk? Uh, no, because there are lots of there's politics and there's uh, economics and you know financially, blah blah blah. But in a in a company again to be able to trust as a leader. Now we're talking about leadership. As a leader, you need to not only be an emotional leader and love your 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 colleagues or mm. your your employees. But you also have to trust them because if you don't trust them, you can't empower them. Mm. Uh, mm. And we also know that with if you give someone the responsibility to mm. now this is your area of responsibility mm. and you give them and you empower them to do it mm. without giving them the mandate mm. to do it, it, it doesn't work. Mm. It, it's useless yeah. because you can't have responsibility without a mandate. Yeah. And to give a mandate is to say. I trust that yeah. we got you here because you are really good at what yeah. you're doing, yeah. better than I am and better than anybody. Yeah. Go and do it yeah. and yeah. Uh, make mistakes. Yeah. And, but because if I do it, hmm. I'll make all the mistakes in the world. I might be lucky, but yeah. it's, it's only, it's only you that's learning. Yeah. I, exactly. I, I have a really good example, and this is uh, where um, one of my old uh, positions, I had uh, an, old, an old boss. Patricia is her name. If you haven't listened, Patricia, this is, <laughs> this is uh, in honor of you. Uh, so, so she was head of the, the sales team for one of the big, the, well, the biggest IT trade show in Australia. And whenever we went in, we're starting an exhibition, we would always do a site inspection of the hall. And this is, this is the cool part when she came. She goes, she'd say, okay, guys, what I want you to do is I want you to look at this empty hall and not see it as an empty hall. I want to. I want you to see IBM there. I want you to see Panasonic there. I want you to see Apple there, and I want to see you look around and see two and a half thousand people walking through that door and the queue outside. Can you see it? Mm. 
And to me, that was so profound because yeah. like when you have that vision ingrained and we're all standing there and I try to do it with my team now, don't get to do it all the time, but I must remember to do it. It's like, guys, have a look at this, this room. Just imagine it full. Imagine the speakers there. Imagine people taking uh, photos of the slides. Imagine the people coming up to you and saying, that was so inspirational. Because it, it, what I found is when you actually instill those visions from the start and as you're talking that whole empowerment, that empowerment comes from people have that, that North Star, that building towards all those little micro decisions that you that you make through the day that make that massive difference yes. are automatically programmed by that one compass north facing uh, thing. So yeah, so that's, uh, I think that's, that's pretty much a nice well-rounded talk on, on uh, yeah, I on think the, so. And, and uh, of course, there are so many things yeah. that we've just scratched, scratched the, surface the surface here yeah. now, but uh, and then hopefully we'll have the opportunity to dive deeper yeah. and also to have some uh, very concrete stories from real life stories from uh, yeah. from some some people who can add to the what yeah. we are saying here and 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 maybe uh, agree or disagree and uh, yeah, or so, agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, great. Okay, that was a great episode. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.